It's now time to talk some NFTs with Jonathan Victor, NFT gaming lead at Protocol Labs. Good morning, Jonathan. Thanks for being here. Morning. Thanks for having me. So NFTs really took the world by storm last year. There's been calls that the bubble has burst, that the bubble is deflating, but you say it's not a bubble at all. Make your case. Yeah, I mean, I think NFTs are an extremely broad category. So just using that as a general catch-all term would sort of be like talking about tech as like one monolithic entity. Of course, you have like FinTech, you have health tech, you have many different sub-segments inside of there. NFTs as well, I would say you have NFTs as gaming assets, you have NFTs as like these communities, you have NFTs as art, uh, tickets. And so I think when we think about NFTs in totality, it's really hard to just look at the market and say, oh, this is all a bubble. It'd be like arguing that paper is a bubble. Um, so from that perspective, I think uh, maybe just looking at just the sales numbers is maybe the wrong way of evaluating things. Uh, as an example, uh, NFT storage, which is a project I work with, we've seen a 2.5x increase in the number of NFTs that are just being minted. Uh, we're seeing them for totally different applications. And so I guess from that perspective, uh, yeah, uh, it's one of those things where maybe the, the pricing and the enthusiasm in the market is slightly different from the actual applications and the utility, but I would say neither are really going away. Okay, so I'm going to need to ask you about NFT storage in just a minute. But when I think of NFTs, I think of digital collectibles. So I'm kind of lumping, I guess, those into one category for the sake of time. And we are seeing signs that demand is cooling if you look at the numbers. So what do you attribute that to? And I guess what reignites demand going forward? Yeah, so I think that has to do a lot with the market overall. I think cryptocurrency obviously has its own swings. And so as a result, you'll see different amounts of like enthusiasm and participation. Uh, but again, I think this really actually comes down to just the utility. Um, as an example, Board Ape Yacht Club, uh, they've recently announced that they're building their own metaverse. And so when we start thinking about the utility and the applications, uh, obviously this is just gonna keep growing and growing as people find more and more ways that they can use these digital objects. Um, one little clarification, uh, I think you had mentioned NFTs as digital collectibles. I think that might be, again, just like one way of framing this, but really NFTs are just digital objects. And we've had digital objects already. NFTs are just a way of doing this with additional superpowers involved. Uh, namely, the users are the ones that are in control of these objects rather than them being locked inside of walled gardens. Um, and I think that composability actually unlocks a bunch of the use cases that we're starting to see, especially when we start thinking about gaming, uh, these like interplays inside of like metaverses, and when we start seeing them for actual more like utility-based functions. So for people who are interested in entering this world of digital objects, I correct myself, what's your best advice? Because obviously this is a, a new space. It's kind of uncharted territory and there's a lot to learn for so many people. So what should they be considering if they, if they want to get involved? Yeah, uh, what I would say is Try to just uh, do as much research as you can. I don't think this is one of those spaces where uh, there are like clear metrics that you can easily look to and just say, this is of course like going to be a rock star project. This is something like we're all collectively discovering the different ways that we can use these tools together. And so from that perspective, I would say the best way that you can get and form your own opinions is to immerse yourself in what are the different places that people are building, where they're creating, I would suggest folks like find projects that resonate with them, spend time in those communities and those discords, trying to understand what people are trying to do with these different tools. 
And then it will become clear what theses that you can draw for yourself about what you feel comfortable participating in. Um, maybe to give them a concrete example, um, I'm working with a team. Uh, they're building like a game universe. They're building their whole lore. And for a lot of what they're trying to do is think through, well, what are ways that we can actually empower our users with these objects? How can we create experiences that are more delightful because it's something that you can take across different platforms, whether it's in this specific game or if this becomes something that other games want to implement as well. And so I, I think it really requires, when you're talking about like the bleeding edge of anything, it requires going to the people who are creating at the edge to really understand what's going on. Okay, so bring in NFT storage. How does that play in and what specifically is that? Yeah, so NFT storage is a platform. Maybe the, the one-liner is it's trying to be the internet archive for NFTs. Uh, when we start thinking about NFTs as these public goods that are privately owned, you run into this interesting problem where it's not like you're defaulting to a specific company that's going to say, hey, this content is necessarily going to be here. There's like uh, no specific assumption that uh, these networks are making about how do we make sure this data is around. And when we start saying, like, we want these digital objects to be something users own, the thing that NFT storage is trying to solve for is really just to say, how do we make it really easy for people to uh, make sure their content doesn't go away? And how do we actually build public infrastructure on top of this data asset that's collectively owned? Um, so NFT storage is a project. Uh, we have a number of partners that are working together. This spans from developers uh, who are just indie developers by themselves. The stand, uh, spans to community members from different uh, blockchain ecosystems who are helping archive the NFTs in their ecosystems. The spans to marketplaces and other infrastructure providers who are trying to build services. And I think this is one of those hallmarks of the Web3 community coming together collectively to solve a problem. All right, we have to leave it there, but thanks so much for helping us make sense of it all. Jonathan Victor, NFT gaming lead at Protocol Labs. Have a great weekend.